At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Thursday edition of Big Bets here on Vista and Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And Amal, another great show here on a Thursday. Of course, we're going to have our guys, Josh Applebaum. We'll see what the steam looks like in college and pro football with Josh. And, of course, talking all things NFL, I can't wait to talk with Mike Pritchard as we do every Thursday here in hour number two. Of course, he's the co-host of the Blitz that you see here on Vista. But, you know, I begin, and sometimes when you sleep, you can't follow all the news. And then you get up and you, you look at the rundown that Kelly has for us today. And, and the first part of it makes me go somber. And it says, Roger Federer has finally called it a career. He will play in the Labor Cup uh, as his final event. And then Kelly wrote in the rundown, he was a 20-time Grand Slam champion. Pour a little out for, for Swiss's finest. I, look, I was a big R-Fed guy. Like just the class, the way he carried himself on the on the tennis court is something I'm always going to think of him as grace and graceful. But I guess now it ends the historical question of who's the goat. It can't be fed at 20, can it? I, I don't believe so. I think if you were to create a tennis player, he's the guy you would create. I, I don't know if a player in his prime was better than the five year run he had from about '04 to '08. Uh, U.S. Open, Wimbledon, five in a row. I mean, he was just absolutely unbelievable. Also, I think at that time, three or four in Australia, he, he was just absolutely electric. I mean, he had everything. He had a complete game. You look at Novak, he's probably the greatest returner of serve of all time. But I, I don't know if there's ever been a player like Roger Federer. And 
I would say absolutely unequivocally, as popular as Rafa is, I don't think anyone holds a candle to Roger Federer in terms of popularity when you look at it from a tennis standpoint. I'm right there with you, Maul. And again, let those debates rage on, whether or not it's Novak, whether it's Rafa or Arfed, but he is calling a career. I happened to meet him at the Labor Cup in Chicago because they had it at United Center back where I used to work before these days here in Chicago. And he was with Johnny Mack and this guy, Nick Kyrgios, ironically. <laughs> and uh, you know what Roger told me that day? He said, you know, the guy that nobody's talking to is, is probably one of the most talented guys and maybe the most talented guy we have on tour. And he was talking about Kyrgios. So, like, you know, this is probably 2017, 2018, somewhere in that vicinity. And Fed was still out there. And, of course, I'm just enamored. I want, you know, I want to talk to him about all these different events and these greats that he's been in. But we are talking about truly one of the we'll – figure out where you put him on the pantheon of all-timers. But he's on the short list of the greatest to ever play it at 20. Like – you know, the, the great Americans that we had, like Connors and Mac, they never went to, to France and won the French Open. Yeah. He did. He actually won a French Open for a guy that was his game was not suited to clay, which shows you the greatness of our Fed. Of course, Nadal is the king of clay, and then he did win a couple Wimbledons, and he beat Fed in one of the more epic matches of all time. But you know the one I'll never forget is when he didn't win, when he had two, two match points on his racket against Novak to get him number 21. Was that 2018, I think it was? Not that, I think it was even, I think it was. 19, Yeah, maybe. there was about 19. So okay, he, yeah. I think he had two match points. He did on his serve, 40-15. <sighs> I'll never forget it. I was like, wow, Roger's really going to do it here, and he didn't. It was just a shocker. You would think of all the players in the world you want, probably him or Pete Sampras are the two guys you want serving it out at Wimbledon with two match points. But, you know, when you look at it, you mentioned the greatness. For me, it comes down to these three guys, and there were a ton of great players before them, but – Rafa, Roger, and Novak in the same generation. Man. I mean, think about it. these guys have a combined 60-plus Grand Slams. I mean, that's the greatness of these guys that we were fortunate enough to see. And from many things I've seen, never met him. Uh, what a human being. I mean, I remember a story. He was the ATP offices in Europe. Went through and talked to everybody in the office because he's, he's an absolute legend, right? Like if Tom Brady walked in. Yeah. Imagine if he's just sitting there talking to everybody. It's kind of like that from Roger's point of view. And you're talking about Roger, a guy who's an international icon. You know, you see the RF logo everywhere. That's well said. I, I will say this again. You, you pick your favorites of all time, but I think you nailed it on the head when you refer to the fact that we, in our generation at least, were fortunate enough to watch these three great men's tennis players mm -hmm. in the totality of their careers. Yeah. And, you know, I always say, like, don't rush these guys' retirement because once they're gone, they're gone. You'll never see anything like it. I don't know in any sport you'll ever see three men dominate for decades like they have done in tennis. It is something to behold. I would agree with you, and it's unfortunate uh, that he's retiring, but, you know, everything comes to an end, and uh, we'll have to move on just like he will be. That's why I always say, people, you better watch them all, Sean, now, because you know, <laughs> he's not going to do this forever. Every day you get a chance to watch them all. Uh, do I obviously bets. you got my check. Just don't cash it. <laughs> uh, bad news in the Pacific Northwest. That's Jamal Adams. He is going to be done not for, uh, for you know, a couple weeks. He's gone for the season. So Jamal Adams, we knew it was a significant knee injury when Pete Carroll and company said, yeah, it's significant. When coaches say that, you know they know it's bad. We didn't know how bad after the Monday night win over Denver, but he is gone for the year. You know, Seattle's a team we, we've talked a lot about, obviously, with their upset win on Monday night. Some would tell you, look, Jamal Adams, is a, he's a great hitting safety. He is not great in coverage. But what they were building in Seattle was that kind of Legion of Boom 2.0, and he was a big guy to come inside that box, get the extra guy in there to really make it tough to run the ball. Without that, he's like a glorified linebacker, if you will, right? 
at, at the safety position. It's a big loss from that perspective, but in pass coverage, he just wasn't that stout. I'm going to give you a name that he's a little bit comparable to from the safety position that you'll know very well. One of my all-time favorite college players, Roy Williams oh, out of man. Oklahoma, played for the Cowboys. Uh, you know, Roy was not a great coverage safety, but he was a guy that could play in the box, could tackle, could play the run, and I think that's what you got out of Jamal Adams because people always knock his number of interceptions. You know, the good thing was here, though, he didn't give the bird to the Seahawks organization no. the way off the field. That no. was one good thing here. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a blow, to, yeah. obviously, to the Seattle defense, uh, but overall, I don't think a lot of people were expecting a ton of noise out of Seattle, but it'll be interesting to see how this team performs going forward, especially after getting that win against Denver. I think in the NFL, the one thing that's important is you get that early win. It just builds momentum. If you can do that two, three weeks in, we talked about the Giants a couple of days ago. They got a good enough schedule where they could theoretically be 4-0. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you see the adjusted win total for Seattle now. It's 6.5. I'm not saying that Jamal Adams is going to move that number a little bit. But look, if you didn't have high expectations for this team coming in, it might be a good buyback back on the under. And now you do lose one of those key cogs to the defensive machine there. Look, Seattle surprised on Monday night. Maybe they'll keep surprising, but this is not good news in the Pacific Northwest. Really interesting news before tonight's Thursday night game between the Chiefs and the Chargers. And we knew about Keenan Allen, that he was going to be out. Right. I don't think what we knew was that Harrison Butker was going to be missing this game for the Chiefs. Whoa. This is rather significant from many different avenues of approach that I want to, uh, to pick your brain about here. So your kicker, who's one of the best kickers in the game, is gone. Now, the number did get as high as four and a half. It's back down to four. I don't know if it's going to move it here, and we'll figure out what they're going to do with the kicking position. But I wonder now, Amal, does this, if you're, if you like the over at 54 and a half, and that's a high total, I'm not saying that's the way you should bet it. But does this now become the Mike Tomlin back in the day? Let's just go for two because we don't trust our kicker scenario. If Harrison Buckers is, in fact, out for this game, which he is. Yeah, I don't think you're concerned with Matt Amendola comes over from the Jets practice squad. Look, he'll be able to make some extra points. Is he going to be able to give you comfort in taking a 55-yarder? No, mm. probably not compared to the way Harrison Butker could. But if you're Kansas City, you're not winning this game kicking anyway. you got to be able to score t- touchdowns, and when they have the opportunity, they're going to need to do so. I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited that I actually have to go out to watch this game. Oh, well, you're going to go out in Las Vegas. Do you want to give your location? Do you like no, to keep I don't that know who's me? showing the game. That's my problem. Uh, I don't have Amazon Prime, and I refuse to give Bezos money. Okay, here's what I did. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. I, I searched my TV last night because I'm like old school trying yeah. to figure this. So I just go, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Talk into the, because I don't know how yeah. to find it. So it comes up, and you got to have a subscription, which, of course, I don't have. Yeah. But you can get the free trial. So you can, tri- you can out-trick the system, Amal. Well, how long is the free trial last? I, at least through tonight. <laughs> I mean, as long as – I, got, I got this question downstairs. Do you not shop at all online? Like, no. you don't have an Amazon account? I, 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 the Amal. few things that I need, I, I will reach out to people that I know that have Prime accounts and just have them sent to me. They have their address in, well, in my box. Reach out to that, that guy for this. I, the, I, listen, I will, I will get them to do that. But I'm just like – that's the point is you got – here's the other biggest issue, and this is the one concern I have. When you're streaming a game, you're almost a minute behind. Yeah. How, that impacts you huge on the in-play. No now you're doubt. two plays behind. This is going to kill some of the in-play. That's my biggest concern. And by the way, I'm one of those, like, I, I, no disrespect to Jeff Bezos. I'm, maybe he's a nice guy. I have no idea. I'm not going to do that. I, I don't do what Kelly's talking about. I've purchased one thing uh, through Amazon in my life, and then I said, I'm never doing this again, ever. And like, I, if I need it, go to the store. No, I, like I support your local businesses. I think oh, that's fair. I think the way they're set up, it's great. I'm just a minimalist. I'm not into buying things and getting collecting clutter. So for me, I'm just not into a lot of things. But 
I, I just I think it's going to be frustrating because one of the things I know the casinos will be able to show up at the local bars. I was talking to a friend of mine about the, this morning. It's yeah. going to have a huge economic impact. You think about down in Kansas City, if you've ever been down there and you see where they, you know, I, I forgot the name of the area, but they show the games. Usually the bars are packed. I don't know how this is going to play out. It'll be interesting to see. Very, speaking of that, because again, you know, if I want to pay for a fight, I should be able to do it on, you know, I, like, I'll just pay for the fight. Right? That's what right. I used to do all the time. It's harder to do that now with UFC and boxing. This weekend, it's hard to find out here in Las Vegas. Of course, we've got the trilogy fight between Triple G and Canelo Alvarez, right? So a lot of people are like, hey, where do I get the fight? You know who's got the fight? Derek Stevens down at Circuit. Yep. And I was like, good for you, Derek. Like, you know, like a lot of places in Las Vegas where the fight is, it's going to be a hard find. So it's just not like the old days. You're like, yeah, I'll pay the 60 bucks, have it at the cover of my house. I don't know if you can still do that that easily. But Derek does have it down there at Circa. I want to give a shout out to him. Now, I'm sure that, you know, you got to pay is get drinks and stuff. So they're going to, you know, you're going to try to get it back on, on the other side. But it is available at Circa Sportsbook if you want to watch the fight. And by the way, speaking of the fight very quickly, because we have much more talk about this football game throughout the two hours. The numbers come down a little bit. Have you noticed that? Well, I'm uh, not surprised. Because he was Triple G was like minus uh, plus almost four dollars, correct? And now I think he's down about plus three dollars in that fight on Saturday night. Yeah, and I, again, I'm not surprised because these two guys are evenly matched. But the problem is, Dave, this is four years later. Now Triple G is 40 years old. When you look at Saul, I think to me he's probably the best pound for pound fighter in the world at this point. However, my one question to you is, would you want to pay this much of a premium? And can Triple G legitimately get a decision when he didn't in, in, the, in the original fight? Don't know that he can. By the way, if you do get that pay-per-view, you might see some people that look familiar to you doing the preview. I'm all on it. Just saying. When we come back, we'll talk much more about the Thursday night game and maybe some teasers that could interest you. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video season prep, including our weekly and college pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips. Updating every hour with actionable insights to help up your betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and give VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, we roll on here with Big Bets. I am Dave Ross. We're here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Amal, I think Kelly wants to start a new segment for us called Get Off My Lawn. Get Off we, My Lawn with David Amal. What else are you guys upset about? Because we, like, we don't want to do the Amazon Prime shipping thing. Are, are no, touchscreen phones too much for you guys it's these right. days, too? Yeah, I, I'm confused. <laughs> Listen, smart guy. My issue is on the in-live betting, okay? This guy's over. Let me tell you something. You don't want to have that a situation. That is He's got a thing. real reason. That is a, re- that is a real thing. Yeah. K- Kelly. Do you want it to be like a couple of weekends ago where I'm out of town and I got to call you to get it because my uh, other my regular guy wasn't available. I got to call you to get a play in I for got a me. Guy. <laughs> hey, man, we, I we, appreci- got, we got the bet in. <laughs> I wish you had. He got, he got it in by about like literally day because I put a timer. As soon as every oh, game in college man. football goes to halftime, I put a timer. Wow. Like an egg timer. You got the thing going. Yeah. And I write down, okay, 1036 a.m. The game went to. So I know I have until 1040, uh, 1055 because you got a minute. I sent him a message because one of the guys, he's like, hey, I'm out of town. And I sent him the thing that's like probably 18 seconds left. He's like, I got your play in. And he didn't get his play in. And, he, and it was beneficial that way for him. We won't tell you which game because I don't want to bring it up. It's all right. Let's, let's move on from that one. <laughs> so we look at that um, Thursday night game tonight, right? Mm-hmm. And right now you're getting four. 
if you're playing the Chargers. Okay, and again, yeah. the big news to me is Harrison Bucker will be out of this game for the Chiefs. Yes, Keenan Allen's out for the Chargers. I don't know those two offset in your uh, estimation at all. But, you know, when you look at the game outright, and, and we had some discussions about this yesterday, I kind of do like the Chargers here getting the four on the short week. We know Mahomes had x-rays on his wrist. He says he's fine. He's good to go. But just that should be of note that at least, you know, you have x-rays, something's going on, right? Uh, so now you're, you're getting the four. They did win there last year. It's the famous game now where Brandon Staley said, you want to go for it? Yeah, let's go for it. Like a, like a, like a, like a quarterback's ever going to say to the coach, no, you know what? Why don't we kick it and play defense? I thought he was, I thought he was going to say like a good neighbor. <laughs> like I, I find that so funny that the narrative is see, they're like, they're on the symbiotic. They're on the same. What quarterback's going to say, no, let's kick it. None, zero. They're always going to say they're going to go for it. It's exactly. the easiest answer ever. Yeah. What, how do you approach this game tonight? Because again, the short week always kind of throws th- things for me off. And I look at the total of 54 and a half. You know, offenses are always behind the curve. We saw it in the Raider and Charger game a week ago. It wasn't off the curve for the, for uh, Kansas City. They look great against Arizona. How do you kind of look at either side of the total? Dave, you're not going to like my answer Bring on it. this game. I, I didn't touch either. I think this is one of the top five games we're going to see, at least coming into the game. doesn't mean it's going to play out that way in the NFL all year long. I think it's a very tough game to call. I understand why people are taking the Chargers again, a big number here at four against the team. If you were to say the top five teams in the National Football League, here would be my top five based on so far coming into the season. I know a lot of people power rank teams. Um, Buffalo, yep. the Chiefs, Chargers, Ravens. And this is in no particular order. Uh, Buffalo, Chiefs, Chargers, Ravens, and, um, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Four in the AFC and one in the NFC. I, I think these two teams are right there. This is going to come down to whichever team can minimize mistakes. Uh, Herbert looked great at times in that game against the Raiders. We know what Patrick Mahomes is and is capable of doing. You mentioned the Butker differential. I think it'll hurt them on long field goal attempts, but I think if you were to look at a baseball stat, which is wins above replacement player, I don't think you have that much of an impact in terms of a one-game sample size here for the Chiefs with Matt Amendola as opposed to Harrison Butker. The Keenan Allen injury, which you pointed out, I think is a much more of a detriment to the Chargers offense because – as good as Josh Palmer, the kid out of Tennessee, could potentially mm-hmm. be. Keenan Allen, you know, do you know who's had the most receiving yards and most receptions in the National Football League in the last five years? It's not Devontae Adams. No, it is Keenan Allen, and the, where Devontae's got him is on touchdowns. And again, I only knew that from watching the game last week, and yeah. that stat popped up, Amal. I went, whoa. Like, you think of, you know, Tay and Rodgers and yeah. Green Bay, and you go, well, they have to be the answer. No, it is Keenan Allen. And the amazing thing about that that you bring up, Amal, is he's oft injured. Right, so he's doing this and missing a lot of time. If he could ever stay healthy for 17, you, you shudder to think what the numbers would really look like with a quarterback like Justin Herbert. So you're right that that could be the bigger of the two, the Bucker news for Kansas City, but certainly the Keenan Allen news for the Chargers is going to be detrimental. When you look at potential teasers, okay, I want to talk to you about the flat four here for Kansas City because right. some people are going to go, I don't want to play it because I'm losing because it's not a half. Right? If it was four and a half, and then you tease it up to ten and a half, that makes more logical sense. Check your books because they're all different. Sometimes if you get a 10, let's say you, you tease the Chargers up and they lose by 10, yeah. in some books you're going to lose that wager. Other books it might be a push. So right. know the house rules. But do you shy away if you don't get the advantage of the hook? Well, no, you can always take the six and a half if you want. Again, if the tie is a loss, then you want to go to six and a half, take the ten and a half. That'll be the differential there. Um, and if it if a tie is just a refund, then I would take the minus seven 
and go to 11 mm. if you're that concerned about taking the teaser, depending on who you pair it with. I'll tell you one that are two primetime games that you can look at teasing them with if you're going to do that. Um, the, uh, the, excuse me, the Chargers plus 11, and then the Vikings plus 9 on Monday night. I love, love those plays. And again, we're going to look at some other possible teasers. So Chargers plus 11. And then you like the, if you're going with the seven point tees, yeah. and then you like the Vikings plus the nine, getting the two right now against Philadelphia going through, can you now say three key numbers of three, seven, and eight? Uh, yeah, seven, 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 ten, and then 11 is a potentially, you wouldn't say key, but a pretty good number in the National Football League. So yeah. definitely a factor. And the reason why I was including eight with the Vikings. I'm sorry, you're talking about Minnesota. Gotcha. Right. I like, apologize. Like, as maybe a potential third yeah. number, because yeah. eight feels like a, a keyable number now. Yeah, it used absolutely. to be just tr- the traditional three and seven. Yeah, absolutely right. And, uh, you know, it definitely helps you out. You know, you have a, you know, the one thing that's become much more difficult, you remember when we had the regular extra point from whatever, the two or the three yard line? Yeah. It was a 99.6 oh. uh, success rate. Now we're down to like uh, about 94%. So there are those kicks that go awry and you're like, oh my gosh, and it's so huge because then what happens is let's say um, – the Chargers score them, or the Chiefs score, and they miss the PAT. Now they're down seven six, and then it's fourteen six. Now you're chasing. You go for the two, and you don't get it. It just changes the dynamic of the game. It's it's crazy how this plays out all the time. And mm-hmm. it was it was speaking about it before the show today for the Raiders backers like myself on Sunday. When you're down twenty four nineteen, and you go for two, and you don't get it, and you're sitting there with three and a half. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? So these two point conversions, extra points. Those are big things now in the NFL for some of those key numbers, uh, traditionally a little bit different. When we look at some of these other teaser options, and we're not just saying to pair them with tonight's game, but just on Sunday slate as a whole, I want to talk to you about the concept of teasing down. And two games jump out to me. They'd be the Niners. By the way, that number has moved off of 10 down to 8.5 quickly. Correct. That's starting to get advantageous if you like the Niners. Uh, and the Bengals at 7.5 against the Cowboys. Do you think there's more danger in teasing down in these scenarios, if you did a six-point tease, it would be two and a half for the Niners, one and a half for the Bengals, versus taking the points 14 and a half with the, Char- with the uh, Seahawks and 13 and a half with Cowboys. Well, I would be apt to take Seattle in the points, and the reason is without Elijah Mitchell, I think the San Francisco offense is going to hit a bit of a wall. Last year, he was number four in the National Football League with runs from scrimmage of over 10 yards. So he's a huge impact player in terms of this offense and Kyle Shanahan's running game. Trey Lance has a lot of question marks. As You can say whatever you want about Geno Smith, but Geno Smith has a lot more experience than Trey Lance under center. Uh, the other thing for me, you mentioned the Bengals game. I got no qualms with that one going down on the teaser here. I, I think uh, Dallas going to be a bit of a challenge. But again, Dave, we see this constantly in the NFL, uh, especially in the first game without that star. Now, I think that in – in basketball and baseball, guys, we see it consistently where, you know, somebody subs in the first game. It seems like the drop-off is in the games after that. Yes. So I don't have as much of an issue with the Bengals coming down because I think they win the game. However, uh, I would go up with Seattle because you said it's 8.5. You mm-hmm. take a six-point teaser, you're getting 14.5. I mean, think about this from an overall perspective. You're looking at that matchup. Do you believe the Hawks can get to 10 points? I mean, their defense was a bend-don't-break against Denver. They forced turnovers, right? Could they force a turnover from Trey Lance? Yeah. But, but my question is – They can is, get can 10 you, points. I think they can get I 10 points. I think they can get 10, yeah. yes. Thank you. That was a tough question. I, I did dance around <laughs> that answer, didn't I? That was like we're in a court of law. Well, let me talk about something else before I talk about so the question. So if you think they can get to 10 points, now you're forcing Seattle, excuse me, San Francisco to get to at least 25. Right. And with this offense, will they be able to do that? I don't know because I think this Seattle defense, it's a division game. I think it'll be competitive. 
I would be more likely, look, my argument would be that there's a greater likelihood Seattle could win this game or be within two and a half than San Francisco winning by 15 or more. And when you talk teasers, you always got to keep total in mind, too. And this that's a game that you're talking about, a ball with a total right now, 41-41 and a half. You're taking it. It is not a traditional teaser play when you're not going teasing down and going through those key numbers, but I would be fine. Taking them up to 14 and a half with a, to, with a total on a game of 41, I, I don't have a problem with that kind of play at all. So they're saying 24 and a half to 16. I, I'm sorry I didn't answer the question. <laughs> well, we got, I want to do more of teaser time here because yeah, I want to talk to you about a concept about teasing through zero. We'll get to that when you come back with us on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Easton Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is... And addictive chemical. This show, some might say, is addictive. Come uh, Back here on Big Bets, and I do want to get back to teaser time because I think what's an interesting concept is one that I know across the network, some people have different philosophies on sure. teasing what the right numbers are to tease. Some would say you never tease through zero. Correct. Right? A game that, that I want to bring to your attention is the Saints right now getting two and a half against the Buccaneers. Why would it be a good or bad play, in your estimation, to take the Buccaneers, tease through zero, and now you would be getting the Buccaneers plus three and a half instead of weighing two and a half with the Bucs? Yeah, again, if you take the six, if you go six and a half, you'd be at uh, four four, four. and then four and a half at seven. So depending on your options. Look, there are certain games sometimes you view as one that you really like uh, now, in the Buccaneers' case, I would I would lay the number because of that two and a half. But I'll give you a game from last year, which I really liked, and it came through zero, was the opener between Carolina and the Jets. Yes. And the number was at five and a half or uh, five. And I went down on the, the Carolina at either plus a half or plus one. And people are like, oh, this is idiotic. I said, let me tell you something. That's fine. I had a guy on Twitter message me. said, I'll take your – I said, go ahead. He goes, I'll take your action all year. I was like, listen, you moron. I'm not looking to do this every week. But I said, when I asked him, and I said, this is how much I want to bet, I didn't hear back from him. So my point being is this, this is not a rule we're trying to say universally. Every once in a while, there's an outlier. There are certain situations in which you do certain things. If you play poker, every once in a while, you call for a gutter ball, and you spike it, and you crack the other guy's noggin. It's just different situations, different scenarios. To me, it really comes down to what you feel, how strongly you feel about a game. Matt Brown makes a great point, which he's going to be coming up next on the final countdown with uh, Stormy Bonatoni. They talk about, or Matt talks about, if you've got a team at three, mm-hmm. And you like that side, and there's another game you really love with it, but you want, you don't want, or three and a hook, and you don't want to lay the hook. And if you can't buy it, it's like minus 135. You buy it, but you're better off teasing it to the other side of plus two and a half and taking a six point teaser there. I think it's a great way to go. Look, we're not saying you do this every week. I think you'll get burned long term doing that. But there are outliers and one offs that you can do that in that situation. That's great advice to quote Jimmy Dugan, Dugan in uh, League of Their Own. That's good advice. 
it, it's not something that should be, you never do it, and it's not something a practice that you should always do. But Correct. when you find the outliers there, then it is applicable in the scenario that you were talking about last year with Carolina against the Jets, where you can actually theoretically tease through zero, and it would make more sense just from a price point, right? That you, it's, that's, that's the whole key. Dave, you summarized it beautifully, because the other argument would be made is sometimes when you look at a money line, and that uh, Carolina Jets game is a perfect example, if you were to take the money line, if you were to parlay with the other game on the money line or in a comparable number, or let's say it was seven down to one, um, you take the money line in both those games, you're not getting as good of odds. Let's say it's minus 143, whereas the teaser is minus 120 or 130. That's what it comes down to. It's about simple math. You know, we talked about it yesterday. You and I were talking about the uh, Guardians game. Yeah. Seven and a half uh, over. And all of a sudden I said, hey, look, I took the plus 155 over seven and a half. Ramirez hits a two-run homer. I said, okay, now I have no risk in the game. That's what you're trying to do. You're just, if you do the math properly, the majority of the time, it's going to play in your favor. And that's the point on the teaser. We're not suggesting or implying over 18 weeks you want to do this every week. There might be twice in the season where you say, hey, you know what? I think it's a pretty good spot to do it in, and I'm going to do it those two times. And you might be 2-0, and you might be 1-1 or 0-2, but the point is, it's not a hard and fast rule, but I also don't think it's a situation where you say, never, ever, ever. It's educational. That's exactly what that is. So before you just discount that and say, never tease through zero, the numbers actually could work in your favor in certain spots where you get a better number by taking that team, uh, whatever the different money might be, versus the other option. That's what we're trying to do, is find the best number for you. And sometimes, in rare instances, teasing through zero could be the better number. I, I, you said it properly, rare instances. That's exactly right. I, I want to ask you about another game uh, th that possibly could fall into some teasers now because the, the, the number's on the move just a little bit, and that's in the Steel City of Pittsburgh. They are now up to two as a home dog. Now, it, I kind of like the Patriots in this game. You do, okay. Initially, I think they were getting one. At the beginning of the week, and yeah. now here's we sit on a Thursday, they're not giving two. So I don't like it. I don't like the number move if I'm back in the pats here. But it is now moving to their favor as they're weighing two. Is does it get to a point? Let's say not I don't think it's gonna get to three. But let's say it goes to two and a half. Is then an eight and a half point teaser with Pittsburgh and teaser time here? Would that be something that could be more applicable? Because now you're getting almost an extra field goal from where the line started. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something you can strongly consider. To me, this feels like a one-possession game either way. Yep. I, I will say I'm a little bit surprised that the money has come in on New England. Me too. But on the, I think the one thing that got overlooked in that matchup against Miami, and I just saw a replay of that uh, sack fumble on Mac Jones for the touchdown by the Dolphins. You talk about a room service bounce. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It was like a basketball being dribbled. It, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and the Dolphins had one offensive play. The offense really was stagnant throughout the majority of that game. I think that was a 20-7 to final. Yeah. And you saw two field goals in one one play. So I, I think the New England defense was good enough. There are definitely concerns from a Steelers offensive perspective, Dave. So for me, I, I can see to a certain extent why people are taking them here uh, in terms of New England. Uh, but this is, this is going to be an interesting one, to, uh, to say the least. But I think this would, would be a better way to go up with the Steelers here. Can just, I ask, uh, just a reminder on that game, Najee Harris questionable at this point. Uh, and then I, I caught today, Mac Jones not practicing today for the Patriots oh. on the big Thursday practice day, out, out with an illness. So I, keep, I guess keep an eye on that. That's all I got earlier, but out with an illness today from practice. Oh, that is rather significant to not practice on a Thursday. Yeah. So we'll find out what that illness is. Kelly, appreciate that because, again, I was surprised by the line move there, and then the information that Kelly just brought to the table. Before you hop on the Patriots and that line move, let's let's make sure of what's going on there, who they're going to have uh, in the Steel City on Sunday. Another game that I I find interesting, in teaser time we're talking about with the Browns, at home, weighing six and a half against the Jets. And I'm seeing in some places here, it's down to six. 
You know, it's fascinating to me, the Jets betters. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday. And um, our guy Thomas Gable over there at the Borgata, he tweeted back at me last night and said the Jets are their biggest liability. He's not sweating it out at all out there at the Borgata in New Jersey. A little bit of Jets money's coming in. Am I missing something here at all? Because six and a half, six feels too short. I might be inclined to, to tease the Browns down and make it an Al Davis just win baby type game. But what am I missing here, and why isn't this number going up to seven? Uh, I think simply because Jacoby Brissett and the offense looks stagnant. I don't think a lot of people have a ton of confidence in Jacoby Brissett, but I think the Browns' defense will be able to really uh, do some damage against Joe Flacco and company. Uh, this would be an interesting one to see. We did see Baltimore struggle. I felt like it was more Baltimore than it was the Jets in the first half, the reason for the struggles, but we'll see how this one plays out here. All right, so six and a half here. Again, a good teaser spot, possibly if you like the Browns. Uh, but again, just keep a number, uh, an eye on that number, because a little bit of Jets money has come in. One other game that's interesting to me, and obviously is an NFC East watcher, if you will, the G-Men now. All of a sudden, the Giants go from the longest shot in the NFC East. They get an impressive week one win on the ROAD. Now they come home to take on the Panthers, who, real tough break there, couldn't hold on and beat Cleveland at home. So now they're on one. Now they're catching points. They're catching two at MetLife. What do you make of this number, and is it a possible teaser spot if you like Carolina to get up through to, to eight? Yeah, I would think so with Carolina teasing up here in a tight game. I like the Giants to win this game, but I think Carolina plus eight's a really good play. I'd actually say Carolina plus eight's a better play than the Giants because I think Carolina's got a greater shot to win the game than the Giants do winning by nine. There it is. So that's what we're trying to do in teaser time here. And, Amal, I think you just laid it out there perfectly. If you think the, the better opportunity is that Carolina, the better chance – of Carolina pulling the outright upset and or the Giants covering the number easily, right. you might go more towards Carolina. So, therefore, that's why it could be part of a teaser play there. I tell you, if, if you're gutsy enough, uh, two, you could do this on a couple of games. Uh, the Panthers-Giants game and the Steelers-Patriots game. You tease the Panthers up, you tease the Steelers up, both catching eight. And then you take the Giants and Patriots in a potential money line spot or laying two, and you have a tremendous middle on, on these. I love that when you get the old middle there and, and win both ways uh, with that prospect. One of the game very quickly here before we go to break. Commanders now going to uh, Detroit, and Detroit, despite – now they did cover. Dan Campbell's biting kneecaps. They, they bit back against Philadelphia in the fourth quarter, somehow covered that game because they were getting four. Now they're given one and a half against uh, the Commanders here – undefeated with Carson Wentz at the helm. What do you make of this number? <laughs> I, I like Washington here. I think this Detroit defense is horrific. Uh, but the one difference is that it concerns me is that it was Hurts running that really stymied this Detroit defense. But I still thought they had a lot of issues coming into the season. I didn't watch much of this game, so I didn't have an opportunity. There were two guys I wanted to see how well they fared. One was um, Aiden Hutchison, the rookie. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, I want to see Jeff Akuda now in his third year. Remember, a number three overall pick, how he was doing coming off of injury because – a lot of talent, a lot of things expected out of him. All right, when we come back, we're going to go up to, we're going to ship up to Boston to catch up with Josh Applebaum, talk more about this Thursday night game uh, and see what he thinks about. Because again, these are interesting news and nuggets here that Harrison Bucker is out, Keenan Allen is out, and we know Patrick Mahomes had an x ray on his wrist, which was negative, which of course is positive. So we'll catch up with Josh and see what he thinks about this big Thursday night NFL tilt and beyond. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace them up for week two and beyond with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every single Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay with at least four legs, and if it loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on a Sunday night football game. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It is a whole new ball game. Back alongside of Mall Shaw, Dave Ross here. We are rolling on with big bets here on a Thursday. We were just talking uh, during the break, and I was watching the All Madden special. Finally yeah. got around to watching it. It like it makes me emotional about like watching football, the upbringing of it. I still get passionate about it. I'm all watching and listening to some of the greats. And now we got to find out who those greats are on Amazon Prime on a Thursday night. I have no who's calling the game. I have no idea. I think it's Al Michaels and uh, Oh, it is Al. That's Kirk right. Herb Street. Wow, that's going to be an interesting pairing yeah. on a Thursday night. So we'll see if we can if I can find it on my TV or else I'm going to have to meet them all out at a bar here in Las Vegas. Let's ship up to Boston and catch up with our guy Josh Applebaum. Of course, uh, you can catch him. He's the host of Morning Bets and Market Insights. Follow him as I do on Twitter as Josh underscore insights. Josh, I want to know right away, do you know how you're watching this game tonight? Have you figured out, to ma- are you the master of your TV? So, Dave Amal, it's great to be with you. And I'm actually okay with this one, guys, because the fiance, she has every app under the sun, Netflix, <laughs> Amazon Prime, Hulu, all of them. So I'm good to go. If you guys need my login, you let me know. I'll be able to – I'll DM you the the, the, uh, the password and the username. First of all, I appreciate the kindness of that. That is a tremendous gesture on your part. But, Josh, my bigger issue, and I was saying, is twofold. One – when you're doing in-play betting on these, uh, how far behind is this? Mm. Because one of the things that I do out here is friends will be at a game at Allegiant or at MGM or T-Mobile, and we'll talk on the phone and we'll do a countdown on the clock from the TV to the arena to get the differential in, the, in terms of the timing. And uh, this one, I'm a little bit concerned here. So I am too, Amal. And again, I think as a, as a live better, a live wager person, you got to be aware of this because again, slight delay here. If you have, you know, your live odds page up or your sports book up, giving you the live line, maybe you have a tablet in one hand and you have your, your TV in the other. These may be a little off here. So I think that's a great point by you, Amal. I haven't really heard anyone bring that up. Be careful because you may, it's almost like, you know, when you DVR a game and you tell your friends, don't text me what the score is. I'm watching <laughs> it on my own. Sometimes they screw it up for you. So great point by you, Amal. Just be careful here with that delay. It might be a little difficult for some live wagers. Uh, fascinating point, gentlemen. I mean, on all seriousness, that is a huge concern for live bettors. You're going to be behind with the streaming service here. So just keep that in mind. If you're looking for those live spots here, you got to be quick in the draw. And you might be watching the game more off your screen than you, you are exactly. off Amazon Prime. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Josh, let's talk about it because Amal and I hit it off the top of the show. It is significant that Harrison Bucker is out tonight. For the Kansas City Chiefs, they're, they're a great kicker that they have, but we know Keenan Allen, uh, the uh, all-pro wide receiver, is going to be out for the Chargers as well. Are, are you seeing any anything that really catches your eye here? I've seen as high as four and a half, but back down to four today as we get closer and closer to kickoff. What's your lean tonight? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Chargers in the points here, Dave. I'll give you a couple reasons why. Number one, if you look at kind of the way this line has moved, it opened at most shops, Kansas City minus three at home. We immediately saw some money lay that three with the Chiefs, bring it up to three and a half. And I thought at one point, I think it was maybe like Tuesday, that it was juiced up Chargers, and it looks like it may get back down to three. But obviously, of course, these big injuries can affect the line. With Keenan Allen out, we saw this line shoot up all the way to minus four and a half. But what's notable to me, guys, is this late movement. You know, if you look at your your board yesterday, a lot of those hooks were out. Out there the plus four and a half with the chargers they're now gone you know down to four so it's almost like that monday night game where we did see that plus seven 
fall late to plus six for the Seattle Seahawks. They end up you know, winning and covering that number. But it's not just that late buyback, guys. I have so many great systems here on the Chargers. Primetime dogs, just in general. Uh, they've been great here this year. 61-44 and 44 against the spread over the, uh, since 2019. That's a 58% cover rate. Road dogs, you know, that's been a, an angle here with kind of limited home field advantage over the past few years. Uh, road dogs are on 55% against the spread last few seasons. Divisional dogs, I always look toward the dogs in a divisional matchup, that built-in familiarity, leveling the playing field. And then conference dogs, six or less, 58%. And then, you know, with the board that we're showing, guys, not only are you, you know, a system match play here with the Chargers, some late buyback to the Chargers, but look at these bet splits. When you give me a one-off primetime game where almost 80% of bets are on one side, I think you guys know me by now. I'm going to go the other <laughs> way and take the team getting 20%. So it is a bit of a, just a, a straight-up contrarian play. But I think being a contrarian better, it's not just – you know, give me the, the minority of bets. It's also you need some indication of respected money. I think you're seeing that with the four and a half down to four. Also, uh, Justin Herbert is three and one ATS against Kansas City. You guys mentioned it. I think everyone's just saying, oh, Keenan Allen's out. You know, really tough break for the Chargers. That's true. But as you mentioned, Butker's out. Uh, Matt Amendola, a practice squad guy, is going to kick. They're also, I th think, going to be without Trent McDuffie, one of their top picks, defensive back. And also, guys, I'd be looking toward the under in this game. The public loves this over. It's like 80% of bets expecting a high-scoring game. It got all the way up. It opened like 53. got to 54.5. A lot of money hit that under 54.5. We're now back down to 54, basically. So, again, only about 25% of bets on the under. We have seen these divisional unders 55% the last few years, as well as only 30% bets, but 59% of the money on the under. So that's a really good bet split. And we do look at these primetime unders. 3-0 to start the year, 59% the last few years. There's going to be a little bit of wind. And John Hussey, your lead referee here, is about 55% historically to the under. Mm. So give me the Chiefs in the points. Or sorry, give me the Chargers in the points, and I'm going to take the under tonight, guys. You know, Josh, you bring up a couple of good points here in terms of statistical analysis, how it backs up in terms of playing these unders. Dave, one of the reasons why I like this call on the under, I didn't play any of the sides or totals in this one, but when you have a total this high, mm -hmm. Every time you get inside the 30 or at least you get in the red zone, you've got to get six points because if a drive gets stalled and you wind up with a field goal, it becomes more difficult to overcome a potential lengthy drive. In college football, you can overcome it because there are so many bigger plays. You can have a 75-yard play like it's nothing. In the NFL, you just don't see those big plays. So I think that's one thing that Josh brought up a good point. We saw it in the Raiders-Chargers uh, game, guys, on Sunday. Yeah, It got off to a slow start, and they were just never able to really uh, – kind of accelerate the game to overcome that high total. And that first quarter in that Charger-Raider game started off with, with the field goals for the Raiders, right, and really stymied them. The, I think there was 17-3 at the break, right? Josh, I do wonder with the kicking injury, to, to Amal's point here, Brandon Staley, you know, boy genius 2.0, as I like to call him, he likes to go for it anyway. Do you see some turnovers on downs here that maybe stall out and we don't get those points early? It could lead to more touchdowns, but it could also lead to less points if you get those stops. Yeah, I think that's a great point by you, Dave. And again, you're missing your number one field goal kicker. Yep. Your practice squad guy's coming up. Does that mean you're not going to go for it on a 45-yard field goal? Or sorry, you're not going to kick it on a 45-yard field goal. Maybe you go for it instead. That's a, a little thing that I'd be looking at for tonight. But I think to Amal's point, when I get in these big primetime spots and you're seeing 80% on one side, 20% on the other, you can look at it from a spread standpoint. You can look at it from a total standpoint. But it's always I want to be contrarian, but also give me, again, a little bit of smart money. And the fact that this did you know, high water mark 54 and a half. I think if you got under 54 and a half, that's really your best number overall. It's dropping again, similar thing that we saw Monday night with that line line dropping in the side toward the, the Seahawks. So I'll take the points with the chargers and give me the under tonight. Uh, very quickly, Josh, I want to go back up to where you are and, and talk about this Patriots game that Amal and I touched on a little bit. 
And, and Kelly just gave us the info that Mac Jones didn't practice today, but yet the money feels like it's coming in on the Patriots. They're now up to a two-point favorite in the Steel City. What's going on up there? Do you think this is the right market move? So this is really perplexing. I think, you know, the automatic knee-jerk reaction is, oh, the wrong team is favored. You hear that a lot on Twitter and, you know, you walk into a sports book. But no, the right team is always favored because the odds makers are setting a number based on their their power ratings here. It's just kind of the public that sometimes falls into these kind of quote-unquote trap game situations. But it is super surprising just the fact that the Patriots look so terrible against Miami. Offensive play calling was really vanilla. Uh, They look like they're just not a team that's really, you know, uh, prepared right now. And they're facing a Pittsburgh team who had a huge win there on the road uh, against a division rival there with uh, with the uh, the Bengals. So this game opened, you know, minus one New England, one and a half, somewhere around there. And we're seeing such heavy betting on the Steelers saying, you know, public's like odds makers, you guys are crazy. You know, I should be this should be a, a Patriots uh, loss here. Yet that minus one and a half got up to two. And one good thing, guys, you know, as I noticed today, I've been listening to talk radio in Boston. The Mac Jones absence from practice, it doesn't sound like it's back or injury related. It could be something else. Uh, so I, I think it, I don't think it's just like, you know, an injury concern. He should still play this weekend. But remember, Watt is out. Yeah, illness could be an issue here, as, as, as we're hearing. Uh, but Watt's going to be out. Najee Harris could be banged up. Mm-hmm. But think of it this way. You have like 80% of bets given taking the Steelers. And yet it opened Patriots favorite and Patriots. Now the big t- one to me is that one and a half up to two. It's moving further to new England, despite everybody taking Pittsburgh. So uh, I got to go new England here on the money line. Am I, am I, you know, confident? No, but I'm confident in this really fishy number that there's liability on the Patriots. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point here. I, I think new England's very dangerous in this particular spot. Just want to ask you real quickly, Josh lines at two. You said you'd go money line here, which is minus one thirty. So if you're basically buying half a point, you're actually getting a one point better number. Uh, but why in particular on the money line here, Any you just a little bit concerned about lane two or what's the story there? Yeah, so Amal, you know, my perception is I think you talk to different betters, they'll give you different answers. Yeah. When I have a really, really short number, I typically lean money line just because, sure. you know, you go for two, miss kicks, weird things happen. I'm willing to pay a little more juice just saying, hey, I don't have to worry about, you know, you win by one and you lose because you laid a two. So again, if you can save juice by going just the two, but I'll pay a little more for the security of knowing, hey, I just have to win this game easier for me to sweat it as a better josh really enjoy the thursday conversations my friend again host of morning bets and market insights follow him at josh underscore insights enjoy the game i'll be texting you for that uh the password to your account <laughs> slide into the dms i'll give you the login thanks them all dave <laughs> thanks come Scott. on back hour number two of big bets here on visa the sports betting network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.